You are listening to Your Word on the Way. We trust the Word of God to encourage you, comfort you, and even challenge you as you grow in your walk with the Lord. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and podcast. Thanks again for joining us for Your Word on the Way. So this is All for, God's, All for God dance team here. Everybody say hello. hello. We're missing half the class for many reasons. Christmas concerts, I'm not feeling so well. But we are here to do our Luke Bible reading for the day. And we are in Luke 7. So this should be awesome with this many kids. I know you're excited. <laughs> now, shh. Luke 7, now when he concluded all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum and a certain centurion's servant who was there dear to him was sick and ready to die. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying, that the one for whom he should do this was deserving, for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them, and when he was already not far from the house, the satyrian sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him, and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And those who were sent returning to the house found the servant well who had been sick. Now it happened the day after that he went into a city called Nainam. Mm -hmm. And many of his disciples went with him and a large crowd. And when he came near the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin, and those who carried him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. So he who was dead sat up and began to speak, and he presented him to his mother. Then fear came upon all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen up among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him went throughout all Judea and all the surrounding region. Then the disciples of John reported to him concerning all these things, and John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? When the man had come to him, they said, 
John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? And that very hour he cured many of, many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits, and to many blind he gave sight. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the leopards are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me. When the messengers of John had departed, he began to speak to the multitudes concerning John. What did you go out what did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who are gorgeously apparelled and live in luxury are in king's courts. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. For I say to you, among those born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And when all the people heard him, even the tax collectors justified God, having been baptized with the baptism of John, but the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. And the Lord said, To what then shall I liken the men of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another, saying, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We mourned to you, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist came, neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon? The Son of Man has come, eating and drinking, and you say, Look, a glutton and a wine-bibber? Is that how, is that how you mm -hmm. say it? A friend of tax collectors and sinners? But wisdom is justified by all her children. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant, fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wipe them with her hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Now, when the Pharisees who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself saying, he spoke to himself saying, this man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. 
you gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this who can even forgive sin? Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. I love that story. Hallelujah. All right, guys. So does anyone have a verse that they would like to highlight right now? Go ahead, Sam. Oh, wait, 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 Sam. Come over here closer so I can give you the mic. Or no, pass the mic to him. Say Don't. The last verse. You, you want to say it to us? Yeah. Sit down. I have a different version. That's okay. After? That's a little atheist. Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Amen. Do you want to say anything about it? Uh, no. Something about a verse. Next. Here, you want to? No. Need a mic real quick? Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Someone else. One more person. Uh, I don't know. All right. Oh, it's just a thing. I forget to read names. Um. Well, it's verse thirty-seven or thirty-eight. Sorry. Give me more. Thirty-eight. Ready? Yep. As she stood, as her, as she stood, te- uh, stood her jar of perfume. Oh wait, no, sorry, I'm reading it wrong. <laughs> as she stood behind him, as she stood behind him at his at his feet weeping, she began to wet her his feet with her tears. Mm-hmm. Then she wiped them with her hair and kissed kissed them and poured perfume perfume on them um when i first heard it i was i i was like that that's a dedication i guess <laughs> and um I, yeah i just wanted to say that because it stood out to me the most out of all the verses one of my favorite verses on this i have i have oh, one my bad. um is Verse 40, then Jesus answered. Is it answered, not looking at you or is it now? It is. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I just learned how to do that. Okay, good. Though my hair is crazy, guys. Um, then Jesus answered his thoughts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered his thoughts, meaning Simon was just thinking things. Did you guys catch that? Jesus knew it. Mm-hmm. And he answered his thoughts and he said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important to know that, like, God knows our thoughts, both good and bad. Yeah. Like, often we go, God knows your thoughts. But also, God knows your thoughts. Like, he knows what you care about. Yeah. Before you even say something, he knows what you need, mm-hmm. what you have need of before you even ask him. Yeah. Um, so I think that's special. Yeah. 
And just to go along with Lily, I love, this is one of my favorite uh, stories of this woman who went to Jesus crying at his feet. Um, I want you guys to really imagine that. Imagine being the outcast in the community, right? Imagine you're in a community and you are the bad one. Everyone talks about you. Everyone is gossiping about you. You are known for doing a lot of bad things. And you're going into this room where all those people who don't like you or know a lot about your sin or your bad, you're going into a room where all those people are at. Imagine how it probably felt to be that woman who is known to being a sinner, going into a room with a bunch of people who know that she does bad, like she's done wrong, and she's going to go straight to this popular guy, right? Mm -hmm. This popular guy where all the people are following and stalking and like all over, right? Think about it like in real life because this is real. Mm -hmm. And so she falls at his feet. Imagine what she was thinking walking into this room. That must have been desperation. She was ready for a change. She was ready for the Messiah to do something great in her life because she was sick and tired of her life being the way that it is. It's a bravery. It's a courage, dedication to walk in a room with a bunch of people who don't like you or know bad stuff about you. She was desperate for Jesus. And I think that we should think about that, that if she, if someone like this can fall at his feet and go before anybody, Mm -hmm. we should not be afraid to talk about Jesus. We should never hold back. Amen. We should never hold. She did not hold back. She didn't allow her past to hold her back. She didn't allow her sins. She didn't allow people, what people would think about her. She didn't allow anything to hold her back. So I think that that is something that should really encourage you and also challenge you. No matter what you've done, don't allow it to hold you back. And then also, if she can have the bravery to go before Jesus and look foolish, you shouldn't be ashamed to, you know, look foolish sometimes for Jesus. Cry at the altar. Let your makeup get all messed up. That's right. Let your hair get all messed up. Just let him have it all, right? Don't care what you look like when you're worshiping God. Nope. He deserves it. He deserves it. I, the one time I was talking to Nicole, I was like, I had to give God my ugly. And what I meant about giving God my ugly was I had to cry my ugly. The ugliest cry I could cry, but I had to give it to God. So, awesome. Good job, guys. All right. Uh, Thank you for joining us. We love you so much. Please like, share, comment, and adios. 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 Bye. Adios.